Now, these days that they're in behind the, the clouds, I think that they're trying to develop a program or something to where the clouds cover up the stars because they got mad at the stars for moving, honey. And the stars, or they just decided that wasn't the best because the stars moved so much that they were like, I mean, this is, uh, it was ridiculous, bro. Like, they were moving across town with me, <coughs> listening to me. If I said, get closer, get closer. If I said, stop, dude, don't get, why are you doing that? Like, don't, don't dim down, dim back up, dim back up. And you get real bright and it turned purple, bright, bright, almost. And he did this thing with the cloud where he shook his head because he, like, bumped it. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. And it sounds so, like, out there, but, you know, like, again, oh, and the point was that my voice, or I'm sorry, my life, uh, is just so frustrating that, you know, at the end of the day, it all starts with a woman, like, this feeling that, like, not all about, but, like, I want to come home, you know, I want to have my wife, I want to fuck my wife, I want to be young and have our fun, and I like to have a movie together, like, some shit, some weed, you know, we have a weekend, and, you know, and my other it was so fun, you know, we always went out the bathroom and talked, and, and it was just so fun, you know? She's the best, bro. And like, I just got really, really good at being just happy. And uh, like being a dad, I didn't care about being a man. So what what was like the, the vector point or the intersection in your life where it's like the happy stuff that was happening started to not happen? Like, was there a reason or was there like an event? Yeah, my bad, my bad, I got kicked, that's a good person. I, mean, I got kicked out of my... I wouldn't say kicked out, like, I got myself just kicked out of the band. Like, I essentially just wasn't happy. And I just told the guys after, like, a two-week break after tour, it was pretty silent to each other. And I knew that they, I could feel that they were all going out having fun and shit. So there was something between all of them where they just felt, it was most likely a lot of deception to me that caused them to be mad at me for no reason. But they just felt disconnected from me, I guess, as I did them. And then, like, they just all started hanging out with each other at my favorite bar next to my house. I didn't tell them, you know. So that that kind of stuff led me to see that the band was failing as a business. And it made me feel like the band, it made me see problems with its integrity and what it was. And I never even liked that I had a screen. So I was just like, you know what, it is, isn't worth it. Like, my grandma and my grandpa said, I'm going to quit my job and just leave the band. I don't want to go back to my house. So I just moved back here. Jessica was my girl at the time. She was a nurse. You know, I had a dog named Randy. I loved my life. He was a, a, a Sharpie, a hair coat, hair coat Sharpie. So he wasn't a bear coat. And uh, he was really special dude when he was like eight years. So when he died, that was it, dude. I never felt like real love again until my life. You know? And I, Jessica was a very cold person, so Pisces. So ironically, Pisces are like that. They were reward you like like a cold fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like right. They're like instead of like give you something or hug you, like or sorry, like hug you or kiss you or tell you you're great, they'll show up and like kiss or what they do for you. Like she's with the prices too, like the old guy. Okay. And then her boss was warning me that when I was. She eyes me like a Pisces when I'm weak. I'm weak. And that's crazy. It gets hard, bro, because. My life is so powerful and what was going to happen to me that it doesn't it, it doesn't surprise me that she knows what I'm about to do or do in the future and why she's doing this. Because when you crack it all down to what it really is, that is what it's about, is that there's something I am going to do and people are aware of it. And it's obvious. There's no other, and I hate to sign up, but if you really start to analyze my situation and how deep it is and how eerie it is, spooky, it's also showing you really what's happening to the world. 
is if this is happening to me, it's affecting the world. So the thing that's happening to me is a worldly thing. And I feel soon that the whole world, I mean, it, it, something, what she did was so big and affected the entire world. You know, like how the Antichrist came, that one thing affected the world. You know, it's one. It starts with one, and I'm one, you know, with all of us. You know, and we are one with each other, but I, I, God is using me for but I mean, but we all have to occupy a space of contrast. Like we all have to, because uh, otherwise we wouldn't manifest. You know. That's what I'm saying. I, that's what I'm loving about manifesting. Like it's manifesting me within the hour, within the prayer. Before I even say amen, I get oh God bless boy, that's what my person. And the way is not far from others. And when you trim the fat of a man's life, he can take his wife and sleep. Whether he loses, he's a fucking jackass on purpose. He's a pimp. He can do what he wants, or because so it was taken from him, and he let him take it. Whatever the reason, I was. They did this in a way to where they wanted me to ask back. They wanted me to ask for her back, to 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 say I'm sorry, or to to go against myself to have her back, time and time again. And that's the whole point of their scam. Is that that's where they're fruitful? Is that it's a reoccurring thing. And it's an account that they can use and just fuck till it's dead, dude, over and over and over because. She loved me for two years so good that it was so dialed in that they had a long time with me. Because it's just, it's impossible when you love her. It's like, it would be like me leaving my daughter and Alice and I just, fuck you, like, uh, you know? Like, just like throwing her away, like, not even gonna fuck. She's a slut, she's this, oh, I, I'm your dad, it's funny. You know, I ain't fucking with you, you know what I mean? Like, how do you walk away from someone you really love? Like, I really love her. I more so that even if we weren't together, I'd still want her to be in my life. She's my family, and like I felt things with her that I never felt ever. And like well, I've never really felt love, dude. Like my parents have always liked me since I was a kid, and I'm starting to learn reasons why. And it's hurtful because if you really look at me and like what I could have been, I don't know. If there's I'm happy with who I am, you know. But as you do, I'm pretty marketable, and like I mean, it's stupid for me to be suffering like this. Like this is dumb. Like. I have more than enough like abilities and talents and just in general marketability to do good and it's all come down to a couple of things that a person did to me that ultimately fed the government's narrative to me not to know who I am, what I am, is what I am. because they don't know what I'm capable of, they don't know what I'm going to do or what I could do, they don't know about the popping light thing, they don't know about the, the blood, I don't know how it's going to go down dude. But there's people that have come into my existence recently. Me being here, it feels like El Paso was the test version of surveillance. This, this uh, test, this like, initiation of I don't know what, you know, like, people basically using God's free will and him, God's ability to like turn the cheek, you know, to, to like, well, you have free will, I don't know, I can't bless you as you have not confess your sins lately, you know, you're just basically lying to yourself. And, you know, I need her real hard, so I am blessing you. It's like, that's not been my case. Like, I, I I, should be that blessed right now, but it doesn't make sense in life that I'm this person and I am nothing. But nothing is everything. Because I don't sit in, in a corner, like in a building with a poop or down the leg, like some the people don't give a fuck. They like being dirty. Like, they fake it when I walk with some of the guys. They're like, hey man, you gotta fake it. Like, put this here out. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not trying to like, gas anybody for money. Like, if I got, but there's always why and I interact with somebody and God wants that your first person that does me. That's fine, but that's, I'm just having fun, dude. Like, 
I found out that like all of my narrative and my motive of what I really am is I'm a truth seeker. But all I really wanted to be told was just have a good time. I probably, if I could have been given a good time, I probably would have taken a book or whatever and make sure something was taken. Like, you know, I want, I would like, I would, that's how much I chill and I was cool. Like, you know, and I've just never been able to have a good time and that was something that was an anomaly. I always was unhappy. And I didn't understand why it didn't look good. I didn't like to see myself in photos. And I wasn't, I don't know, I'll be honest with you, I know I was. I always take a good photo. <laughs> yeah, I look good. Yeah, it turns kind of, out. Yeah. And I mean, smile and everything. like when people take pictures, like I'm not super photogenic because when they approach me, I'm not like, oh, we'll just put on a face because I'm not a put on a face guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a be whatever I'm feeling like right now kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when people ask me to do something, it's like, one, they're taking my soul away by capturing it through an yeah. artificial lens <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. But like, you know, there's also like the uh, non-spontaneousness of people like taking life away. Like the whole thing's the whole concrescence of life is getting like stripped and like there's putting a pause on life and they're go and they're taking a picture and they're saying, okay, now smile. It's so weird. Yeah, weird. <laughs> so it, it kind of makes sense that people don't look good or aren't photogenic, especially when they're more like authentic. Have you ever done modeling or anything like that where you've sort of been not in front of a camera, whether it be for modeling or perhaps like um, just maybe like, let's say I were to take pictures of what you're doing and put on like, you know, for the music website or something and you, you film it for watching that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what made you do that? Um, I've never been a model. Oh, so what I'm saying is like modeling. Have you ever, what I'm saying is what makes you feel like the camera is taking, I guess I can say that, but what I'm trying to say is like, do you think that, do you think that being in front of a camera, you can make a barrier to block that? Like essentially, like whatever I want in front of a camera, I kind of be silly. Like, like, you know, like, like, you know, whatever it is, like, you know, or else, you know, like, and it just comes out cool, but I just, Tell my head all different ways and like have fun with it and it's like because i do those outwardly motions that i wonder in normal life like it sort of builds up like uh, like a, a shield you know, it's like uh, you know it comes out at you like uh, you know that energy and it blocks it i think you can block that some of your energy like where if you're not like this dude on the worst day of your life you're not gonna get sucker punched like when i you know i've never got sucker punched on that day you know and it's like it's a one time i was down so when people get you it's like when you're already down, they just hit you while you're down. Isn't that awesome? Like yeah. they, they do the opposite of what they should be doing. That's funny. That's the scam. And that's, that's how I knew she was scamming me. Is that, you know, the scam is that like, yeah, you, what did you, how did you say it? Uh, what I just said, I can't even remember what I just said. Fuck. <laughs> well, saying. they do the opposite of what they should do. Oh yeah. No, but before whatever. that, was that one I said before that? Um, damn, it was good. <laughs> well, it's it's well. I'm recording, so oh, cool. yeah, I don't know. Cool. We got it, <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah, my point is, is like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> um, no, I forgot. Well, you know, it's weird. Like, just imagine telling some like a group of kids, like maybe like six year old kids or seven year old kids, like, okay, now play, and then you're busy recording them playing, like. Come on, I want to see you play now. Play, they'd be like, uh, they'd be completely yeah. bothered by the whole scenario. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I was trying to say. When you're on stage and you do like, you know, you know, just stand there, but when you move around and you get into it, it takes the fright away. So I'm saying I can prove that by animating yourself, you build a, a resilience to, to uh, symptoms like that. 
due to things that try to attack your soul and your happiness. Like I figured out ways to stay permanently high, like permanently happy. It takes a big, it takes an event or a PTSD attack for me to kind of break. Not even every time for me to kind of go into a mode where it'll break up my like, good like, longevity and good days, you know. And like typically my days aren't that like good if I'm not looking in. But I get a lot done, but they're a lot better than the days where I had to be her bitch all day. She got her to hit me and yell at me in front of my son and me crying. You know, there's dudes who like couldn't walk away from her. It wasn't like I said a weakness, it was just the fact that I really loved her. I love her. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what she done. I just I I know her. I want her well being, like, even for her, just dude, you know, like Anything like tell me, hey, maybe we should take a break because I'm a bitch, you know, or maybe we should take a break because you're a bitch, Michael. Whatever it is, like, you know, talk about it. Like, we never said, like, why she she just said what she said, she did what she did, and that was it. That was the last part of my life of taking someone's shit like that, you know. And it's like, what am I gonna do to my future self and put a bad motherfucker I'm gonna have to be to like take out the part today of what all this is. Like, you know, it's going to be so big that that, that group, that, that church group that came in Florida at the park to greet me was waiting there with food and they were dancing and stuff and singing and they had like ribbons. <laughs> and we've been walking forever, like, for, we were walking the coast, the whole thing in Florida. We would stay in spots where we get tired and it was cool. These people were just waiting at this camp we were at. We were all there singing and we were showing up and we asked them for food. They're like, no, this is for all of us. Like, come on, we're joining. We're like, we're here for you. They're like, not here for us specifically. They just were here for us. But you know, I'm, I think that they just were playing into it being, you know, gang star or something. Like, oh, by chance I'm here, here. Like, by chance, that's the guy that told me that I, I have ringlets in my eyes. I'm being an assassin. He happened to be sitting in an all black building. I just said I want to paint my whole room black. And I, I would said out loud, how houses, have you ever seen black houses? I can't say I've seen a lot of black houses. Dude, they look so elegant and classy, dude. Ooh, it looks like different, like, like matte black and then this type of black. Like, I'm telling you, it looks, it sounds weird. It looks so good. And it's like, wow, I want that. And dude, of course, there's this black building. I love it. And he was sitting in the, in the building waiting for me. In the black building. And he whistled like a bird. I thought it was one of the birds. I looked up and there was this dude up and down. I never seen him. He said, who are you? <laughs> it's all like a movie, dude. It's all like, it's all like, like a movie, dude. Like, he, he, it's weird, dude. It's like, it, it feels like a movie. Well, you know, ever since, like, I even talked about this with one of my friends, like, ever since COVID 19 was kicked off on 311, by the way, I don't know if you know the, the significance of the number 311. I do. It's a, well, I, many things, but one of them is a, Aaron brother, it's like before that, like, it, like there was a guy named. Oh uh, yeah, but that's 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 a very evil. That's a very evil version. Yeah, and of, it hits me home. Of three eleven, it's not KKK like the alphabet three Ks. Like that has nothing to do with what three eleven is. Well, yeah, three eleven is an angel number that is very significant and good. Yeah, uh, I actually got. Uh, I was my numbers read uh, three eleven to E. On um, the first day that I went into work, I moved here to work because I moved here because my options ran out in California. So I had to to go um, because my career options were getting 
zapped and my money was running out and I needed to do something. So I had, I had to come out here in order to continue my career because my le registry le uh, level is so low and my experience is so, uh, you know, limited that I had to do that. So my first day on the job, um, yeah, my, uh, my miles read 311 to E. So that's like a super good sign. And my first patient, their birthday was 311. So I got two 311s like within an hour. <laughs> so it was like essentially like a confirmation that like you're in the right place at the right time. You're protected. God loves you so yeah. on and so forth. Sure. You know? So exactly. Then that's what I go through. So on a daily basis, like how you were getting messages specifically from what you would hear. I feel like things have been chasing me. Things have been calling me my whole life since I was small. The angel, whether it would be the Holy Spirit or myself, visiting myself. Um, the Holy Spirit or uh, an angel pierced through my reality when I was seven and, and I was painting my dog shoes in the sunlight, you know, and they had vaulted suns and the, the, this angel came through, but, you know, just outlines of it, gold, and it was just, I don't know if you ever seen, like, you know, the AI people on the book and outlines you see, shadow people, it looked like that, but an angel, but like more, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was piercing through reality, like it was coming through. And I was covered in oil afterwards, so that would explain the whole, like, anointed thing. So I'm obviously, I'm, I'm blessed, we're all blessed, but I'm anointed, like, he, you know, he, everyone has a, has chosen for something, or they choose something, but he, he chose me specifically for that, or wanted that, and, and so I, I answered the call to it, but I never, I never was that until recently, you know, I've always been a man of God, but I, 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 I became this, you know, through an event in my life, and through me not being able to take it anymore. In myself anymore and the way I react and how you said you the feeling of feeling irritated that you're irritated about uh, 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 uh we have an episode of OCD episode or whatever or me and PTSD I feel disappointed in myself sometimes yeah it's almost like why aren't I more but really it's not your fault and you can't do anything about it right and it's so it's so upsetting honestly that you're like that you're my own wife like you know it really fucks with my not ego but maybe my confidence I don't know, dude. This really hit, hit my heart. It hurts my heart. Like, well, when when I, men, I don't when feel men sexy, are dude, for her, like, I mean, yeah. imagine. I feel, I don't feel good looking. My intuition is when men are abandoned or treated like shit by the opposite sex, it it definitely puts a mark on them because with us, we don't get constant reinforcement. Yeah, we're not constant yeah. reinforcement. Exactly. How we look, da, da 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 da. Everyone's kissing our ass. Like if you're a woman. You're always the victim, and you're always getting your ass kicked. There's no yeah. character. It's like you know, you just, you just do whatever you want, think whatever you want, and you're right all the time. Like, that's yeah. what it seems like. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. You just hit the I mean, I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I love love women, and we love. I love because I, was I don't want to sound like I'm sexist, but this is really happening. Yeah, but this is real, and it's, it's just more coming from us like wanting. Like, dude, I miss women, dude. Like, have you all noticed? Like, yeah, anybody out there, maybe you can even have callers. Are they cool? I mean, you probably already do. But, like, is there any women out anybody out there that knows women that are, like, you know, good men that aren't womenizers that love a woman and, they, like, you know, their mom, they love their mom, they respect their grandma and all that. But, you know, that the strength that they got from as a man that they got from women in their family. Um, and, like, all those people out there, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Well, you my brother Dustin said a long time ago, he's like, Josh, and I never really believed him until a year ago or so, a couple of years ago. Well, actually, no, I don't know how long ago, but of recently it's resonated a lot. But he said when I was about 12, 11 years old, he was like, Josh, women today are not like mom and grandma. They are different. They are rare. Dad's very lucky. Grandpa's lucky to have 
uh, women like that, you know, because they're just all around. They're a woman of the time, but they're also a woman, like a, a genuine woman that yeah. is still acts and understands womanhood, you know, yeah, <laughs> like in a sense, you know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't realize because I didn't believe him. I didn't understand that. And um, not until recently, I'm like, oh, like they are rare. There's not a lot like mom or grandma. It's like when you, yeah, like at breakfast this morning, when you kind of sort of observed interactions and you were seeing how unfair they were, but that people were drawn to us and we, and that some of the women were just, in general, they're, they're, you can just tell women have changed. Like they're just, they don't, they don't need a man anymore. They like don't even look at, I don't know. And I think because, I'm not trying to say I'm a good-looking guy, but because of who I am and just in general how I carry myself, I'm very humble and I, and I, I have fun in my skin, so like I am cool with myself. So like I allow good things to happen to me and, I, I'm, I, and it brings joy to me, to me you know, so, uh, when the whole world's trying to fucking stop it, you know, it, it, it's good to know that I'm, I'm, I'm truly in God's uh, lane because I, I, that's where I'm comfortable. Like, I can't, I'd rather just be happy and not call my girlfriend. Like, literally, I, I didn't call Jess. I mean, I didn't call uh, Chelsea because Jess is my other ex woman. So, um, I didn't call Chelsea because when I call her, dude, like, even the thought of calling her makes me feel, what if it is hacks into my brain and snaps some of my abilities away? What if I lose it this time? What if. What if me being this person, like, I hear it's just, like, I start, bro, dude, like, she'll do something, bro. And it's so fucked up, dog. And it's just, I can't take another, like, push, you know? And I just knew that it's healthy. I knew that I was at my capacity for what I could take. And I thought that she was in a place where she's very unhealthy, where I don't think she's going to kill herself, but she's at least unhealthy enough to... Well, it sounds like she's... Hopefully not do it that much more. Longer. It sounds like she's in a state that where she's just drawing energy out of you and you're not... You don't even get to be yourself because exactly. she's just taking everything from you. Literally, like on an ethereal level, she's just I'm sucking perfect. all that stuff out of you because she needs it. But she doesn't realize that, one, she's never going to be satisfied with that because she's not you exactly. And she's never going to be happy because she's almost like a, a hole in the bottom of a cup. Like, you keep filling it up, but it's just going to drain out the other side. And all she's going to do is ask for more of what you have because mm -hmm. she doesn't have it. Right. So why would she ask anything of you if she already had it? She wouldn't ask anything, but she is, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. And all she has to do is love me and love one positive thing. But she's, she's like they said, los perros, los perros, los dos borguesas. It's, a, it's a, the dog with two sandwiches, you know? She want to have her cake and eat it too. And she sees it when this cat was doing to me. And it's in my life where I need... I needed love the most. I, I was ready for family. I worked really hard. And, like, I, dude, I was, you know, I mean, I was finally healing from a lot of things. And, like, everything was so good, dude. And it's just, like, like a thief in the night. Someone come and as long as she, she's like, got through. You know, people say that, that a lot of people think there's a bunch of me's out there. I've heard people say that comment about someone they know in life. There's a bunch of my girls, apparently, you know. I doubt that. But it does still feel like it. People, <laughs> like she's a different people say a lot of generalizable dumb things. Like, honestly, like your partners and the people you know and your friends, they're all very different individual energy fields and bodies and timelines and pers like just personifications of reality. Yeah. Like, um, everyone's so different, you know? So it's not true when people say, like, oh, yeah, there's so many of you know the kind that you like or whatever that are out there is like no there's actually just one of them and then me coming across you know 
women that are good for me or is rare, you know, and, but typically like the thing is, is you only meet the right people for you spontaneously. Cause for me, uh, every woman I've run into that I've like been, been interested in, like genuinely interested in, they've always shown up in my tarot readings on time. What does that mean exactly? Like, it's because divination's in play because everything's based on uh, synchronicity and timing. So what? Nothing happens out of t out of time. So in my in my situation, it did. Like things. Nothing happen. happens out of time. If it does happen out of time, then you could. What be does sure. out of time mean? Okay, what does that mean? Well, everything that happens happens, right? And the things that are significant to you aren't happening to you randomly. They're on time. What is that? What is that? Is that saying like they're on time, meaning like they're on purpose? Like, like they're like purposefully that. happening to you because the universe is doing it. Does that make sense? Like God, yes, because God is recognizing me in real time. He's giving me something. Yes, at so that that's what divination is. It's mm -hmm. just forces of energy working together on time to give you your reality. So, so two, for two forces creating that awareness to understand that. Yeah. Okay. So you are a part of the astrological force of Virgo, and she's what? what? Virgo. For, really? Yeah, she's a Virgo. Huh. She's on September, uh, September 11th. Interesting. Okay. My, I'm on the 21st, and my son is on the 23rd. Huh. So I'm a Libra like my son, too. I'm a, You're on the cusp there. Yeah, I'm a beauty cusp. Yeah. Um, beauty cusp. <laughs> Yeah, so well, my birthday's uh, in two days. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the 12th. Um, I scheduled my uh, my test, my uh, RPSGT exam, which, that? which that's the, uh, basically my registry goes up. It's the highest registry in the, in the, uh, in the occupation. Um, I guess besides becoming like, you know, is that like being something else? Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically being, you know, uh, recognizing the field that you generally have a grasp on, like the okay. occupation. You That's know? so cool. That's what I want. Somebody asked me today, what is it that I want? And I was going to help me. And I'm like, bro, oh, I mean, if this, if this military thing that I'm going through is obviously military, they're flying military planes over me no matter where I am. And there's no tracking device in me from what I know. I know that things are going on that year. Now, with the ear, it could have been a monitor, ear monitor, so they could try to make sure they got hearing voices. It could have been a receiver for frequency and stuff. And it could have been uh, also uh, what do you call it? a train device. However, I'm assuming that's the only one. Like, if you want to miss it, I, mean, I don't know. And if next year we're going to have to wear a chip, it's pretty ill. The mark of the beast? It's pretty feasible. Well, I mean, our information is like, you know, just like Facebook. Uh, Apple, Netflix, Google, just all these different things that we run our information through are overseen. They're these, you know, informational entities. And right. They have an algorithms about each and every one of us. What do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, informational entities? Yeah. Okay. What? What? Tell, tell me what that means. Well, these things, like everyone, is a part of it right now, mm -hmm. or at least all of the modern world, which is like billion fucking people you know they're all engaged and they have an account with these uh this these databases which aren't private <laughs> you know they're not public information but they're not private like someone has access to you know all of the algorithm essentially can get into it so you know okay. have you heard of fang f-a-n-g uh maybe what facebook apple netflix google oh okay interesting no. you know if you think about those entities well google 
has all of your searches and all the information that you've browsed. So it profiles your mind, essentially. And then Netflix profiles your mind in the sense of what you're consuming, like, yeah, just, you know, uh, informationally in the culture industry and, you know, whatever else uh, that you have on there. And then Apple is just, you know, ultimately it's your phone service. So it's who you're contacting, all the conversations you've had and, all this stuff. Is it? Yeah, I guess so. Right. And well, then, they have iOS too. And then that's, that's, you know, synced up with all the apps and everything else that you use and whatever. So you could find out what kind of person someone is. Google Pay. And it tracks you. It's your chip, essentially. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And it's listening to you all the time. And then Facebook, is, Facebook is just fucking, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> wow. So there's all of that already. So, so it's like whether or not someone has a chip is just a small step, really. It's a weird step, but it's still a small step. So, so the one consciousness thing that is like, I guess, the, the scientific like gain. To what is it called? The, 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 the you know, I want to make the one consciousness move. I mean, one consciousness more like more love, more unite. Like in that, what you're talking about, with that, it's kind of like the other side of that, but like in a computer, right? In the, in the, in the like in the internet, realm, it creates this. Like in other words, what you're saying is that like anything that we go through, uh, like the, the atmosphere feels it. Is that's why I speak things out and I talk real loud when I on purpose out. Like I'll think brother is on purpose. Like I I throw I throw like a lesson to some people that need it, or maybe myself and God, and then I get there, I see it better, or they feel it. You know, because a lot of times, dude, like when someone's wrong and they're acting, they don't react how they should. It's like a person, but it's that's innocent. Would react that was doing that instantly, like being an asshole, and they said, would probably hit you because they're crazy. These people don't ever take it there because they're not allowed to. They can't. That's one of the rules. They can't come into your house, can't get out the door. They can't touch you with your I'm supposed to give you a dollar. So, I, I think that that has made reality change. That's made people, it made, in a way, more of a, like, I'm real peaceful, but I don't freak out. And then, but I, I do, I'll straight up tell me about anything I want to fucking want. You know, because I'm, I'm doing it with God. I don't touch a lot, I'm not a dick. But if someone doesn't ask me, I'll be like, hey, thanks for the answer. You really felt like super, like, uh, horrible that you, like, that started walking up a dick. I mean, I'm like, that's going to totally bring God to, uh, the devil to their planet sooner. Thanks a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, dude, come on, like, shit together, like, you gotta fucking pray, like, and you get, you know, like, God might be coming at the moment, so now just don't be an asshole with the last one, but. I mean, it's like, if, if you spend time, like, in dross and in darkness and yeah. manifesting all this sludge around, like, you're just, you're emanating more possibilities for things to just be bad. Right. Like do the opposite, make it good, you know. And that's what, that's what I do. I'm always happy, like dancing, like I have fun with my outfits, dude. Oh my god, God bless me every day. It's so fun. Uh, first, fun outfit, boom. I thought that it's something. It's like wherever I'm walking, and there's no pillowcase. I go, there's just a shirt. Sure enough, on the floor, pants or something. You know, there's something happening everywhere I go, and I put it on, and I wear it. And before you know it, I get, I look, and I'm like, oh wow, that's really good. And I'm like, that's cool. I'll be in the day. You know, and so I noticed that people weren't noticing God. And I, it made me be more aware of the fact that what I really am craving is what you said about yourself. Like, you're having this recognition for what your abilities are and what you're known for. And I'm saying that I agree with you when you say that if you live in a sludge, these people are creating this sludge around me and making my life harder than it has to be. 
And the problem is, is that they're not running into my change and they're bringing chaos or change. And the, the chaos is not set on purpose. It's that there's different outcomes and different algorithms and that there's, there's more bad people doing inherently bad algorithms toward my future self than good because they're mostly even just jealous of their side of me. A lot of times you can tell when people meet me for the first time that they've known about me for a while. They're like really interested, but like they're interested in a passive aggressive, like angry way. Or like, look a little too long. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or like, like, or like, or like they're like send somebody like recon, like that guy with the long hair. And he's just like, you know, I, I knew it. It wasn't hard. Yeah. I was not going to let anyone have any friends with anybody anymore. They're like the last person I don't want to trust. Like, I just can't, dude. Like this kid the other day, I ran into him all kids. That day, that guy, the old man, puts the back to his front part. You know? So what were they thinking I was going to do? You know, what, what was the bet? And what was going to happen to me because of that? What other hate group was going to come in and fuck with me some more? And how bad were they? Also, if they get you at night on a, on a last one, I call it a, I call it a, um, let the game begin. You know, it's a game. So, yeah, so the, the game... Uh, whatever it is that I'm going to put me through. So, like, that night, this guy was going to kill me from the cartel, and he also said he was going to kill himself before he came. So, when this guy did that with a knife, I knew that he wasn't being serious. At first, I had to look at him. I had split seconds, and I was going to stab me for a while. I got this weird, for a quick second, some other, like, it came over me, and I was like, oh, shit, like, I was about to, like, kill him, you know, like, I'm like, I'm, or just, like, I got scared. And I moved out of the way in a way that was like, oh shit, bro, like, like a snake, like come out, bite you when you're walking and you're using the brush, which happened. Mm -hmm. You know, but the point is to me just the other day, but the point is, is a lot of things are very, very interesting things are happening. I went to that field and there was a giant coffin there, but it's not a coffin, it's the, 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 the toolbox to the back of a truck. I mean, I think I could sell that for a lot of money, it's nice though. And you, I drug it out, and when I drug it out, there was a snake, it was crazy. When like that back in, like mm -hmm. it was sitting on the grass, I was like lifted down, like kind of like folded over, so the grass was tall, and you can tell it was just like it had just been put there. And like I pulled it out and opened it, and there's nothing in it, you know. But like, I mean, it just goes. There's just this eerie feeling that I have during all of this. Now I start to go back to the beginning, and now I see that the beginning part. You know, as it was formed as a training and. In simulation of, of, of what it is. So everybody there was training and they somehow knew I was gonna move here. Now, I had lived in Austin before El Paso. I moved to Austin for a moment. So when I left, I went to Austin first. I had been there too. That's why I left Austin as I ran to El Paso. Thinking it would be better in any case I can move to Mexican people too. And I had been in El Paso. And the El Paso people and so like I said, now that I'm in this, these are real situations. That they're not sending people like that white guy, that guy the long hair they sent. But what I'm saying is that they they are they've tuned up. They always like taking my advice. Like whenever they were in El Paso, it was so bad to them. They'd be like, dude, y'all are terrible, what'd you do? I'd be like, like I get it, like y'all was cool and everything when you know, you're my family and stuff, and I have fun, and, you know, I'm starting to find myself through this. Like, you know, you're actually all changed my life, you change my life, like I'm going my life. Because at least at least Dude, for a homeless guy, I mean, honestly, bro, if I had some my life, I'd be, I'd be bored shitless. I mean, I'd be, who knows, maybe I'd be a bad person. Maybe I'd be like, fucking bitches, making bitches wouldn't have this curse upon them, not looking man and me, you know? And I'm thinking, well, if these bitches are doing it to me and seeing the power they get from not doing it to me, 
the way that their pussies, their little pussy probably wants some I mean, dude, there's no way a girl's gonna look at me that's hot and not want to fuck me. It doesn't make no sense. I'm not ugly. You know what I mean? Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? I'm not being cocky, but I mean, I'm not saying I'm gonna fuck like Cindy Crawford or something, but these young girls out here that we had dating our, our homeboys and they fucking on Snapchat and, like, you know, they're fucking, uh, doing the cash out stuff. Like, these girls, girls are fucking dudes, man. The girls like to fuck, you know? And it's just dumb. Like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I look, like, like how I look, and I'm aware of how I look, but I can't help it. I was in a band, and so I, I do something just like, like, I'm on stage or something, you know, but I don't do it on purpose. This is what the clothes God, God gives me. I feel comfortable. Where, where, you know? It's really weird, like the, the standards of aesthetic that has been applied to the the West, especially like, because it seems to me like the corporate casual middle class leisure outfit is like what people think you should wear. <laughs> like, it is, it's, it, and it's the worst looking kind of shit ever. But yeah. people, as a consensus reality, has just have just like adopted. Like, cause people look at each other and they look at other and they enter compare and they go, Oh, this is how I'm supposed to be because people are looking around. Like I got to look like other people. So I feel accepted and I don't want to feel different. And then everything's yeah. so fucking narcissistic and insecure and everything. Exactly. <laughs> but no one bees themselves. No one emerges as a natural sense of themselves. They yeah. don't express themselves. It's yeah. just bullshit. So that's what's happening to me. Naturally expressing myself. Yeah. You're just like, expressing more naturally. yourself. Yeah. But I always have, it's just that I've become I'm finally getting it. I mean, I do the same thing. Like, I, I look at myself, I'm like, I look kind of fucking whack. Like, I wouldn't dress like this if I just didn't give a fuck. I'd yeah. be dressing a little differently. I, I would have a different edge to me. I'd have a different look. But the problem with me is I feel every every eye on me and all the senses that are around me for whatever reason. So I can't turn off my fucking crown shocker or my reduction valve upstairs that keeps me from realizing that, like, reality is happening around me so i don't like feeling that some people say like, we shouldn't care about what people think or whatever it's like yeah but if you were me you'd feel like you'd have the autistic itch and like all your perceptions are running wild and you just never feel comfortable dressing the way you do like that's a problem like yeah. <laughs> to my consciousness to go around dressing how i want you know yeah. it sucks but it's the truth you know yeah, same here. I, I, I really don't like to look in the mirror that much and when i do i'm surprised I'm like wow i look good like I remember why I look good because I remember I, I, there was a time where I looked bad, which is before I became Michael Black. But I I just never was happy with myself, dude. I wore collared shirts. I would never walk around with my shirt off ever. Wore collared shirts every day. Never wore t-shirts. I, I just was, I don't know, dude. I looked at my face and the way I was just not, I was awkward. Like, I, mean, I just had these insecurities. I wouldn't go out in the sun wearing long sleeves if I had been wearing this. I'm like, I don't know, these weird ass bitch ass shit. Like, I don't think about any of that now. Like, you know, I live outside, so I've conquered my fear of the sun. Uh, I'm the American son, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, but, you know, I, that's one of my, what my band says. Like, my new singer says that in the, in the song. But, um, I, I just, I just want, I don't know, I just, I just want to get up and literally have the same clothes I had on yesterday. And, like, slowly throughout the morning, like, oh, change. And then boom, transform into like obviously the night because that night or that day there's a mission, something happens, and then it's almost like oh I start ready for work. So then I go into work, and people are acknowledging that I am working. These people do acknowledge when I'm working when I'm not. They can tell. And when I'm on a case with someone or if I'm with someone, they're double aware. Like their awareness that they're there is exacerbated. They don't give a fuck if you know or not who they are. Like. If you drive up to the car, looking in, and my boy Jason's like, 
dude, what? And the dogs are barking, and his wife is crying, you know, it's a lot, bro. And we're trying to cook the dinner, and we're trying to get the lawnmower ready to go to work, and, you know, we're trying to smoke a cigarette, and, I mean, it's fucking crazy. I'm over here like, hey, get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking God bless, motherfucker. I mean, Jason are talking about things, because he's having, the, like, new parallel stuff. You're more advanced than me because you don't have to be, you don't have to be the seventh seal. Like, maybe you're the seventh seal in a little way. Like, I think if I'm the seventh seal, it means all of us are. But the thing is, is that I'm, I'm, I'm chosen just like you because how can you not be, how are sitting in front of you? I mean, I don't know what I am in the uh, whole uh, unfolding of revelation we're apparently in. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's what, that's what my friend Ezra says, which is kind of funny. I did a podcast with him, but I'm probably not a seal. I'm just, I'm just like a subset of the fractal consciousness that's creating Solomon's temple again. Like, you know, and once this temple gets built, like that's kind of the beginning of the end, I feel like, you know? Yeah, I think I think we're like uh, a couple wall away from, from it being over. I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't know where we can go from here. I mean, I'm just telling you, this is happening on Earth. There's no left. Right? So, I mean, yeah, that's so bad. That's why I want you to come see. Well, sometimes I, I go into like a weird kind of panic mode, and I'm like, I feel like humanity's running out of its options, and like. Pretty soon, it's gonna start getting really weird and start getting kind of hostile. And I'm glad you see it. Shit's gonna start yeah. breaking down in a way that's very, very uh, unfortunate. But like, I just wish you would be on the show with me for like a month. You would be like, you would be like, I think you would become. I wish I could be you for a month, and then meet you and me for a month because we'd both be smarter people. Like, dude, to wrap your mind around what's really going on, I cannot believe it, dude. I cannot believe what I've seen because I. Obviously, dude, it's me, and I'm, I'm completely sound as a pound. I mean, really, too sound, I think, too. That's why, you know, I, I have you like this, because honestly, dude, it's so real. And it, like, you have to be really real with yourself in order to be this, in this position, because you, 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 everything in my body wants me to just sit rebuke it and say, nah, that's not it, bro. Come on. No, dude, it, it ends up being it. It, it takes a year for the truth to come out, and it always does. Boy, that Lord's truth is that it hits you hard, man. I mean, dude, are you uh, sometimes when I see it, I'm like, like I said, people are in the room with me, and ooh, so you're like, damn, bro, they just, people walk away. Like, when I make things happen, it's we make things happen, but they are part of it in a way. Like, I wouldn't have done that if they were there. So that's like the gang soccer thing. Like, a lot of these gang soccer's feel affected by me because it's God blessing. You know, they see that I'm blessed by God in a hard time. It's like reality caused a hard time. It's getting co-created. Like nothing happens. Like nothing would manifest if there wasn't those contrasts. You know. Yeah, but at the same time, things that are manifesting for me are are, are highly contrasted by an algorithms that they create. Those are things I would never think to do. So they shouldn't have presented to me. Right. Well, some of this stuff. Putting I, a machine gun. Well, some of these things should never be. There are things that should never be. Like they're so options. They're, they're like such non-options for me, but somehow they're on the table for people. I think a lot of that comes down to, well, for one, some people can't believe, like, how could someone fly planes into the tower? Like, who are these evil people? Well, like, well, you know, they're the same kind of evil people that are busy um, conducting drone attacks on seven-year-olds in the street of Iraq, you know? like Wow, very cool. You yeah. know, I yeah, mean, yeah, like, absolutely. it's the same mm -hmm. idea. Yeah, you know, well, that's, <laughs> well, that's what's going on. And now that you know, I mean, you know, I wouldn't want to, like, discredit you. You're very smart, and I know you can feel the streets. I know you can feel where I'm at, is that you wouldn't. When I talk to people, I look in their eyes and I can tell if they understand. I know that you understand more than what I'm telling you. And so you're already there when I say it. And I get that. And it's, I like, I'm like, oh, cool. This guy gets it. Because I need that. He needs to start pissing me off. 
I'm getting irritated that nobody can articulate back to me what I'm articulating to them without just repeating themselves one time or without making, rebuking me and making me look like an idiot because they're jealous. Like the, that kid did in front of his chick. Chick's in, a, in at the dumpster, cart in her hands, middle of the night. Fishnets, dog, all black. She was wearing my, my do-rag that I lost. I was like, damn, that's something, that's something, you know, she was like a cute little ass, and she was pretty, I mean, for her girl on the street, I'd never seen a girl on the street that would look good like that, you know what I mean? But she was, I'd say the only other one was her, and her was hotter, you know, but that was a setup, you know? But this, it was a setup that she used to just fuck me, basically. This chick, I'll tell you more about that later, but this girl didn't want that, and she just, like, I didn't have anything to do with that, it was just, she just was there. And I think she was there on purpose. I think that she already knew that guy. And as I noticed, now that I'm looking at Homeboy, I noticed that he plays into me being down, which is not down, to get away with doing his job, which is going back to report to those people, right? So what it is is that that murderer guy and all those people are here and they're in the gang of black or something. Can you explain to me? I want you to keep it. In the most believable and simple terms, mm. uh, you can and just break down its parts and then connect them. Yes. Uh, who are, how do they become, and what is it to be a gangster? Okay. So first of all, what I was trying to tell you, how did what we're gonna do the show, how I envision you helping me do it, at least help me, is I need someone to help me break it down in that manner. So when we film it and edit it and show it back. It can have an interesting foundation without being too long, considering the episode length and what we're doing. They're really going to do the meat and potatoes of what the situations are at hand presented, whether it's two people we're interviewing, whether it's a story about you and me, and then showing editing and the people, you know, like how it was and how we're going to show that. And there's a way to kind of dumb, not dumb me down, but to take everything and make it more simple and not try to get that out of me or find that in, in, the, in all the longevity of film. Filming it all day is going to be a challenge. Uh, I mean, the thing about filming is like different interactions. I don't know if this is going to be like interview style or if we're going to creatively create or if we're going to creatively like manifest like action oriented, speech oriented like plays. We're just going to walk. We're going to we're walk. Just walking. Okay, so we're just walking along. No, we're basically, yeah, we're basically on tour and we're going to inspire, right? This is where we're one. So we go and start meeting people in the home community. Like, not meeting them, but like we're literally hanging out. Like, I'll smoke some shit or whatever. I, whatever it is that I do, I'll just do it. You know? If I'm like, I'm telling you, always something weird happens. Like, every day I go out, dude, it's like a movie, bro. Like, some shit happens. I'm like, God, I don't work out. I get that. Well, you know, that is, kind of a weird, that is kind of a weird thing. I've never seen, like, people just doing, like, just, like, real life, day yeah. in the life of someone. Yeah. A homeless person. And the more we go, the better whatever. we get. The more we go, the better we get. Because it'll be on, it'll be... That this situation that we left will be bumping into the future when it will be encouraging the universe to feed us more of it. So when I get on a roll, the universe got it. Like, oh, I'm whipping it back and forth, dude. It's like, boom, like, look at that wrist. Look at that wrist. Look at that wrist. You know, like, it's like the universe is like, damn, son, like, we're going to give you some more. We're going to give you some more. Oh, let's fly some planes over. Oh, he just killed, escaped this killer guy. Wow, that was pretty cool, you know. Uh, let's go ahead and... Yeah, I have a camera in my hand. <laughs> I don't want to lose my life. <laughs> Dude, it, it, it feels like it feels so real, though. I mean... I mean, if that's the case, then I, I don't... If it gets dangerous, I don't want to be a part of this situation where I might get stabbed or something. Well, here's the deal. 
that we don't necessarily do those like, types. I know about this. <laughs> it would be more of the of the good stuff. Like I'm trying to do. I would I'm just kind of like interview style like things, and we're walking and I'm doing my mission, but I'm gonna just talk to people like I did the other day, like the ten people for two miles. But also B roll and like filming stuff. Like there's a certain amount of memory and a certain amount of money that it takes to actually do quality film, and it takes a lot of edit editing sometimes yes. because it isn't all just whatever. So What's you got to think about that, you know, like oh, really? the logistics of that are actually relatively difficult to work out. But like impromptu, just like okay, we're gonna start rolling now. Like and we can catch some footage, but like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I like, I guess there would be like, you couldn't like, um, because it's, it's to hard to capture, like, cause I do capture some of these things. Like I post them. I'm like, Hey, look at this synchronicity. Like one time I, I fucking pulled out the Hierophant card and sometimes like just on Instagram or whatever, I just post stories and I'm like, pulled the Hierophant card and it's, you know, it's the five card. And I posted it exactly at the timestamp 5 p.m. You know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'm like, hey, look, in real time, I just fucking posted the five yeah. card at five, you know? Yeah. Where people look and they're like, holy shit, metaphysical stuff is real. Yeah. You know? And you feel that that connection that they had and you know that they saw it was real and so God said it was good. And you feel like an act of something, right? A higher, a higher purpose or power. Yeah, it's like either some people are like, holy shit, like he's he's on the exact wavelength yeah. of showing us what that God's working in life mm -hmm. or something's working behind the scenes. And then other people look and go like, what a crazy fuck, like what is he doing? You know? Jealousy, and then you feel the jealous jealousy. Jealousy maybe, yeah, or, or they're genuinely like against it because they don't believe it so hardcore. They're faithless, they don't care. But, you know, but some people are really inspired by it, I'm sure, you know. I think that the best thing to do too is, is to know that you have your what your mom gave you and use it like if you like your good looks like you know like you know you're a good looking guy like I feel like I'm a good looking guy but I always wasn't like that I didn't even, I couldn't even look at myself in pictures and like it's not to sound cocky but you have to know what you're working with in order to be the person you are wearing them clothes wearing them boot wearing the sword wearing the face wearing whatever it is people want you to have whatever you are God's right hand and the world whatever gang stalker you know fucking blooper whatever it is bro. You have to be able to have that that own that person, and like I it's weird though because my personhood like it feels more deterministic. Like I'm not actually staring, like even though I, yeah, I, I feel like I am, but I, I, like a lot of the times, like the stuff that's happening, I feel like I'm getting convinced by stuff that's I can't see that's all around. That's just working itself out, and it's like in. like I'm in it, and it is me almost in a sense, but like. I'm not a part of my own reality. I just am reality. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm not staring this. I'm not, yeah. like, eh. it's more like I'm a part of the activity of all this. And, right. and like, maybe I'm an agent of good because I'm getting all these synchronicities that are like, you're a good guy. You're the chosen good guy. Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe some people are just like, I get, I get this cause I'm shitty or something, you know, or, or whatever. But like, it's kind of hard to explain. I think you know what I mean, but like, I don't know what I did or what, what in life brought this on because I've been through a lot of shit as people go through, they go through shit, but it's almost like I'm being told like you're, you have been selected to just get the lighter side Damn. of what this is. Do you, do you do? So, okay. Do you, th that is exactly how I, okay. So you do get this. So then you're going through it too, which indicates to me that we all are. There's, you know, it occurred to me I'm so selfish that it was so my bottom that it was always about me expressing this, but I didn't realize that everybody I didn't realize that my wife was was just because she has the phone and she's giving the phones and all that and she's a part of it. I didn't think that she was a part of it in the other sense. But she's being forced to do things and they're they're 
start putting it on her weaknesses and attempting to put those in, putting those in her in her path. She chose to do the sexual because I think she was born into that. So she has this urge, I think, to have like dirty sex. You know what I mean? With someone, like, it's a dark side that she has. She uses being frustrated or being away from me or having a bad whatever it is, her anger, like her the way she responds to get out of it. And I saw my homeboy's girl that sit with me. She has this other dude that she's with and he knows it, so she's just like friends, but she's always like, I'll always have him with me. He's my best like he, everyone knows I bought him too and the boy guys are probably too bad. And I'm like, Yeah, that's cool, I guess. Like I don't know, but whatever. So the point is is like she Started to see or detect that, that the night wasn't going to be as good as she thought, you know, right away. Just based on how my homeboy was just being fine, not normal. He, like, he was getting comfortable over there in his apartment. And then she's like, she he, she's like, you know what? If you're going to be like that, like he said something, and like, he didn't say anything. She's like, I'm going to just go. And from there on, she, she tried to make herself this victim of being picked on and all this so that she could go. She just, man, I mean, it was silly. Like, it's like, it's like, come on, let's just say it. Like, and she went so far. And then they did it again and again. And then finally, like, she just erupted and, like, pushed him over and left and got her coat on. And, you know, it's just like, damn, dude, it's obvious you just want to go fuck that other guy and, like, just leave. And I say, I say that. Like, you know, like, creating an issue and a gaslighting in order to, like, you know, or just the issue in order to kind of, like, do other things. You know what I mean? Like, to make him not feel as bad. And where it's really just he's being a dick to her, she has to go, she can't take it. Isn't it weird how people <laughs> flip the script 180 on other people yeah, just to flip the script? Like they are the thing that they hate, but they're making everyone else the thing they hate. <laughs> yeah, like, you, that which person, is weird yeah. because that means they're one person. So they're like, they are, they realize they're good, but they're not good, but they want to make everyone else feel bad, bad and that they're good. It's really weird. It's this dualistic yeah. kind of switch. So it, you can't like it's insufferable and it kind of sucks to witness but you also like if you look at it in an optimistic way it's like well they're really just two sides of the coin like they're just playing themselves on another end and they're so confused that they turn everything around just so they can feel good about them and they don't even have to because really they're forgiven in the end right yeah <laughs> and that's that that's the that's the scam is that they know that we're gonna forgive them and they're gonna just do it again and again and again and again like whenever that monster really wants to come out they know you're going to forgive them. They're that's why people are abusive. They yeah. keep doing that. And, that, and so that's where, the, that's where I'm at. And that's what happened to me as far as a man being this sick and tired of being sick and tired to where I became this this advocate for change. And I actually did something about my situation and left. And I made a change in my situation because ultimately it was either me or her. My future self wasn't going to make it if I was staying. And and I was told by lots of people that if I had made a choice, if I chose to come up here, and, and, and let her do this, and it can ruin my chances of whatever I'm doing. I don't know. So, a lot of people were trying to like tell me if I go, and she's like, I just leave or stay here. But don't stay with her and keep going. Because you can't bring the frequency of the devil into like the, the light, you know, the light. Like, I can't be the light and then have her making me her black hat. You know what I mean? Like, my idol hands on. And she's using black magic and she's like, I'm doing all these things that. You know, I don't, want, I don't want to hate my girl. I love her. It's just that she's it's not her, dude. And I mean, come on. Like, I mean, it's gotten to the point where I have no privacy. I'm a slave. I have no phone. Even if I want to look at porn, I couldn't look at porn. Just off you know, once in a blue moon. You know, walking, walking around, you know, doing things and being, feeling like a man again, fulfillment out of actually saving the day, which I do a lot, and I do my work real well. 
and what what I get out of out of really just inheriting the earth, receiving from technology, and not using money, but more, more love and unconditional understanding, and loyalty with God, and not lying. You know, it, it seems like me, even these electronic mediums like has brought me good health. You know, like it it helps us organize a more uh, complex and like uh, multiple mul multiple. It helps us organize a multiplicity. And uh, it runs this uh, artificial world that we have, you know, like our, our, our techne is out of control. And but we've we've so mastered this landscape of techne that it's gotten so uh, involved now that uh, everyone's a very unique piece in this whole puzzle. And okay. it's like, uh, what, is we, we, what is this? Well, the puzzle is just what's really going on. I, I just want to know. Just let me please tell us what's going on. Because even okay. though I know who I am, I don't so, know what I am. I here's the th here's the thing about like like technology in the world. We are destroying the world with all technology. Did you know that the same guy that invented Zyklon B to gas the Jews during the Holocaust is the same person that came up with uh, the the fertilizer that that created uh, nitrogen fixing so uh, soil that was like five times more invigorating uh, nutrient wise and it like tripled or, or quadrupled the output of all agriculture that literally this guy is responsible um, for the quadrupling of all agriculture so the world can grow tons more food mm. but he also created the it was a nazi and created the things that had destroyed almost a whole race of people you know so he's this he was this influence on the world that literally let the world bloom and explode and uh, defeminize and like enrich and uh, multiply our food source. And then he c helped produce the thing that killed all these people. So, wow. Good, bad. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, okay. So what, what you're saying is that like, because he responded to so many different algorithms, his response changed the world. Like how I was saying her responses to this and what she did and how I responded to change things. And, the universe and God in the world is like receiving it. His wife uh, killed herself. Okay, so it. really important stuff. Like that, like that guy, Dennis, dude, that guy, whenever he's on his own show and he's a part of a military experiment, dude, what are the chances that I would be at the same dumpster as him? And like he was so cool. And he was like, the, I couldn't tell his one was his. He's not. He was, I think he's got a little money. Looks like a pen. He wears a watch. He's like a dad, but like all clean and he has a bike, electric bike. and. He just like hooked up with shoes and like gave me a bump and we were just like hung, hung out and he's like, man, I could tell you about some stuff, man, you wouldn't believe me. And when he said that, I was like, oh my God, I knew it. You know, I'm not a good little kid, you know, so I'm like all like jumping up and down and he's like, he's all laughing, you know, because I'm, I'm like really innocent, you know what I mean? Like, especially when, I, when I'm out there, like it, it's crazy, like it's, it's, I'm here seeing somebody live for the first time and it's, it's a lot, you know, it's amazingly fun. I love my job and my life, life but you know, I just sometimes wish that you know, when people have things that they're doing, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the same, which it is, but it doesn't have to be like one day good and then like eight day, you know, like all this weird stuff. And like, you know, I just wish that like when I got to a place where I started to believe or I started to understand, they wouldn't debunk that and make it something else again. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Now I'm an assassin, you know, and then like it's not interesting, the blood thing, it's not interesting their intentions. You know, can I have a sponsor? Can I go into a foster home where I, I can have my own room and I can start over and I, I can be in a safe place? Like, I, I'm not safe. It's not safe out there. Like, you know, there's already, like, 
things happen to me that I'm just like, I you know, like, I don't want to do this, dude. Like, like I couldn't even eat with my boy Jason. I know I was going to go with my boss and I was waiting for him to stay there. Well, like 10, but like, it was like 2 o'clock, you know, and I was like maybe 12.30 and I, I woke up to a piss and I was woken up by that kid. He hasn't been home since the day before. Now this kid destroyed my whole house. You know, he had been breaking in and I was, I went home every day and he was like, you know, I just not I was like, you know, fuck y'all, dude. Like, all y'all is, all y'all do is just literally, literally come into my house when you want. Y'all fucking not unlock a key place, and so I'm just, I don't have money to get unlocked. Y'all are just taking advantage of it. And you just walk in, you say anything you want. You can tell people, someone been sitting here for a minute, looking around, you can touch anything. So I know that not one thing is gone. And this guy is there. You know, he's just strikingly look at him in the water. He looks different. Like, he's got long-ass hair, like, Aquaman. Like, real full. But dreads in it. But he looks like Aquaman, dude. It's weird. But, like, not like him, just the style. It looks good on him when he wears black. So right away, I knew, oh, like, trying to do this. This thing, he just felt not real. And then he And then he talked. Like, you know, I said, no, I changes. I have different type of voices. Like, my, my, I have an accent, kind of. Most people have said that. And I do, I do notice it, you know, like, this is only on purpose, it's just that I talk about it, it's just because I, I don't know why, I don't know why, you know, it's just crazy. But that's just how I talk, that's how I always talk. You know, the point is, is that um, people most of the time in this state are not aware of it, and it's cool. But this guy did that, and he tried to say things like, his his mistake is that he, he talks in a, like a Russian accent sometimes, and he doesn't realize that I grew up, like, my best friends in the world are Russian, people. For a while, me and the Russian dads and Dallas, my mom always, we were like going to clubs and doing things. It was cool, you know. <laughs> we were rowdy bunch, and they, and he's my partner. And we were all black, we were dressed all people, you know. And they're wild dudes, man, you know, and they talk like they're Russian, you know. They don't speak English, but they do with enough, you know. Like, Misha, say this, you know. So he's like, I took, I think we should get back before light, you know, something like that, you know. He always say it like, but then he'll talk the rest of the conversation different from normal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So I just kind of like, uh, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm really good, man, at what I do. And I mean, it's kind of cool because I, I have to be, dude, I work for God. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's not a lot of pressure. It's just, it's like, a, like I'm not driving, you know? He is, and I'm, I have to be well, just able like, for him to run me right. Yeah, you're, well, yeah, it's just running program through you. Almost, yeah. he's just running that, that whatever it wants out of you or whatever yeah. and then you're listening or well most of the time you're probably not listening <laughs> i mean you're, you're probably listening a lot but uh, honestly most of the time i'm not like totally listening like half the time you know uh, but i think like people like you and people that are, that are like truly gifted in that regard like they're just always openly in like communicating with that medium or whatever you know yeah well you know like they said in church like i remember when i was a kid they was like you can have a relationship with God. You can talk to God. And a lot of people don't understand, like, well, what is that? You know, like, I, I, I can't yeah. conceive of that. I don't know what that means, you know? So it's almost like a disservice to try to tell people, like, you can talk to it, and you're not doing it right now, but you can do it. It's yeah. almost like trying to sell them on something. That, yeah. It's almost like stealing their wristwatch and trying to sell it back to them. And yeah, you like, recently just happened to me. You know? <laughs> But yeah, you're right, dude. In that, see, the more I talk to you, the more refreshing it is to know that you're going through it too. And the fact that you don't know that you're going through it is odd. I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting down. It's just a very interesting anomaly. 
It's because you have comfort and, and you earn your money and you have a sense of fulfillment. That. So I think that since that's the, the way of the world, it's, it's it hasn't fully hit you. I don't know. Like you're not desensitized. You're just a lot more. You, you're like a lion, you know. Me, bro. I mean, I'm I'm in this, this. I'm in motherfucking purgatory or something, bro. And it is a bad dream. And I want out this dream, bro. I mean, it, it's a nightmare. And I can't get out. You know? And, 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 and dude, oh my God, bro, there's no, it was like when I was in jail, no lawyer, no indictment, no fucking advice, nothing. And I was looking at some hard time for something I didn't need to do. And like I said, I could protect myself. If someone was trying to stab you with me on that, what would you do? Take a photo stab him, you know? I didn't sit there and beat him to death and his hand told him was dead. Or stab him 30 times, that's different. Like he grabbed it and I was like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And put it in his side. And it was like, well, you know, he wouldn't let go. He was choking me to death. You know, he had first had the knife and then he looked for it. was like Travis Scott type chain, like a little thick one, with steel. And like he wouldn't let it go, bro. He was like, let it go. You know, and then like, he tried to grab it up again and like, grabbed it. And, it just like the way it was with solars or in the rain, and it, it was just like, oh. and I was slipping on the mud. I was really sweating, and you know the youngsters they don't like they have no, I don't know stuff. They don't have no fear. They just it was going hard, but I mean it was a really we weren't neither of us were winning. We were both just knocking the shit out of each other. What what over and over. Like, if he fell on my back, if I got him fall on his back and wrestled him down, got back up, he did the same to me. You know. And just damn, really, and I got sucker punched. So you know, it's just like I was pissed, and I and I was pissed enough to rush in the black rage. I was fucking furious, bro. Like, cause he's also my friend, you know. Like, I I became his friend, which is my first mistake, because I was there investigating him. I showed up at his door in the rain, coincidentally, and I said, "God sent me to," you. and that was my honestly my first mission was my life. I started his accident. And it was crazy because really my first mission wasn't that. It was when we were homeless in Austin. I met these Aryan people and they came over. And you know what? They were way, they were like, it was like And she did something very strange. She allowed them to stay in our house when I had to go to the hospital for four days. And I knew that they were going to, you know, take some stuff. And she went to, you know what? She chose, I, I stood back and I let her do it. I watched it. She chose to let them stay there. And you know what? They, they took our, the TV. They took the fucking... What a terrible decision. Yeah. Were you like, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. She just like, someone's going on with her, dude. And like, she just gets so mad about it. Trying to talk to her about it. And like, we're not only a team, but you're all I got. And like, yeah, I don't, I want my team to open my heart. Sexy girl, like my fun. But damn, dude, like, we went through a lot from my heart. And just like, I don't want anything to happen to you to where you don't change the way you are with me. Like, like, because I can see it happening, you're not listening to me, like, you're trying to fight with me when I, all I'm doing is to communicate to you, like, maybe, like, if you got shot and I didn't help you with the blood loss, but it's like, you bleed out and die, I didn't put my hand on you, I didn't put me, this is just nice to be addressed, was she, was she doing, like, escort stuff, was she being a hoe at that point? She's tricking, yeah, doing weird shit, that, you know, I that's the problem, it's like, you can't marry a hoe. Yeah, and I didn't you know that. can't. It's that classic adage. I can't turn a hoe to a housewife. Well, even if I could, shit. I told her if you're gonna do it, just let take me with you. I mean, I'm not gonna be gay, but you know, I mean, I'll, I'd rather you tell me you're gonna fucking do, you know, fuck this girl. That's, that's the thing about fucking tell me when you didn't invite. That's the that's the thing about you know uh, men who know their men who are 
through and through straight, like like any of them, even if they're like you know kind of gamma small, you know, yeah. little Harry Potter sensitive guys. It's like they're still straight men. They yeah. still have pride. They drink their wine. And they don't like their gals messing around with other yeah, dudes. Well, like, no. They just don't like it. It's a male impulse, especially a straight male impulse to be territorial about who your fucking woman is. Well, for sure. And, and then you know, have a choice. More monogamous is swans. I don't care what people think. Yeah. Humans are more monogamous than fucking swans. Humans are very dedicated to, to who they want to pair bond with. Like yeah. okay. <laughs> me, it's unthinkable to have anyone else outside of one. Same. <laughs> it's that's ridiculous. That. <laughs> that's you absurd. Know. You know, uh, that's crazy that you have this awareness. I think that, so do you think that if you were a vigilante on the street like me, what, what do you, what would you call me? I mean, I, you know, we're talking about still seven, you honestly feel like I mean, I don't know you well enough, but you seem like just a spiritual wanderer that's gaining do access. Do you feel like that? Gaining access to what? Uh, to your own personal inquiry. Because for me, I've always been a seeker. I'm an existentialist in form and I'm a philosopher. So I also just kind of like in my own scientific way, go through all avenues of thought and try to make heads or tails or whatever I can. That's what I'm doing. You know, yeah. And well, everyone is philosophical and especially right now during Sagittarius, but like that's what spiritual people do. That's what philosophers do. That's what scientists, everyone does that. At their core of their being, they want to know where they stand, who they are, what shit means. Even when they're acting out socially, they're existentially trying to create their meaning through what they're feeling and interacting with. Yeah. They're always doing it. Like everyone's always doing it. And they wonder why the subject of philosophy is at the cornerstone and at the center of all academic disciplines. Because really, like your main takeaway isn't uh, like two plus two and like knowing the answers to X, Y, and Z. It's about knowing like why you're doing anything or why you know stuff. Or why you want to be alive doing this. It knowing gives you that little bit of confidence. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, I, I just, I just want to, before I hit the yawning grave, I want to pass through some of the mystery of what's going on so that when I exit the other side of this continuum, of this dimension I'm in, that I don't understand much of, that I want to understand. Yeah, and you know that you could, but you're made to not understand it on purpose for a narrative that doesn't fit. Like how we still use oil. We don't need oil. We improve. We use water. And we just create problems to make it look like we have to go over there. Really, it's to get their oil. And so we make a war so it doesn't look like we're bullying them. I mean, that, yeah. Well, that, that's fucked up. And that's that's exactly what women are doing <laughs> on a small scale to the boyfriend, to the to the sugar daddy. The men, the men are participating because they love the girl and they're wearing the females and they're wearing the dick suit. And they don't like us wearing the bitch suit. So they, 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 they get mad at us and they'll suck our dicks. And they suck a bunch of other dudes' dicks. How many times do you suck a dick before you hit your man? You hit yourself, you know, and I'm seeing it happen, and I'm putting up with it, and and, and you can't tell they know anything, but you love her, you don't want to, you know, you want, you want to try to, uh, and you see your daughter when you look in her eyes, and you're just this man that you don't want to let go of, like, because uh, I let go of her, you know, she, you're killing me, and you're watching me die, and you actually are pretending that that I'm killing you, but really, I ain't, you know, you're betting on it, that I'm going to be upset, so you can get away with it. Well, it's like, you can't squander your energy around like you can't put your energy different places and keep comparing everyone to everyone else like you just have to like love and accept your partner for who they are and like the one thing you should have is like the mother of your children and the people you share a home with like that's someone that you should uh not be comparing them to others and like judging and evaluating them constantly like they should just be you should just love like everything that they are you know, and just like bring out everything good, you know. She and wouldn't like, do that for me. She didn't know how to blow me up. 
She actually didn't wouldn't let me do music. She wouldn't have a phone. She would track me when I did have a phone. You know, she would do things on the side and not tell me, and then think it was dumb. That like I would, she would grow up. Like you know, she would never give me credit in front of my son. She would put me down. Any chance I had a chance to be a man, I was actually constantly looking at me for. He was always. You know, you could tell some of those moments where, oh my, those one you know, like my dad, and then she comes in. And, you know, and if I'm, I have a broken nose or she's hit me or something, you know, or like, even with her sister, like, why pervert that? You know, like, her and her sister, like, did something to me, like, Rob gave me some Xanax and I fell asleep and I, I was like, oh, yeah, apparently, and, you know, they, like, they did something to me. Well, what kind of sucks is that, why uh, did you do that? Like, here's, the, here's the problem with a lot of this, what I've kind of come to terms with, it sounds kind of sexist, but men are not allowed to just be thought leaders to their women because really men are a rational leader you know they say what it is they lay down the verbal law it almost goes back to the ninth house which we're in it's like i just watched a podcast or listened to a podcast and they're talking about the ninth house it's actually the know thyself podcast and they're just talking about uh, one one of the great works you know the ninth house of sagittarius and like the number nine is very masculine resonance and it's the final number it's the final word essentially mm. it's the truth it's like um no oh, shit. Whoops. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm so sorry. Dude. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nothing got hurt. Yeah, it's I okay. just my foot hit that word. Nothing. What are you gonna do? But yeah, ultimately, it's like it's the masculine, uh, rational, like mm. philosophical lens. It's like I never thought of it that way. Like we, <laughs> we as men, kind of shepherd the point of view because, like, it takes that fire within that like gives you that uh, passionate drive and will to you know express like the the convergence of all your thoughts like there needs to be thought leaders like people that say like this is how it is yes. this is how it is like this is the the law right here you know and like women don't do that they're not this like protruding dick right yeah <laughs> they're not there to give out answers and give out orders and say what it is they're there to receive they receive things yeah so they receive the order they receive the protrusion you know uh, so that's that's why women are super valuable because also they become very wise. The mother goddess becomes very wise because they do get penetrated a lot easier. They are more receptive to what's out there so that they listen more. And that's a part of it is as uh, we've also lost balance, but also women think that they're the protrusion and they're not, you know? Yeah. They, 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 so they, they don't they, listen. They don't have to admit anything and they don't have to fucking, they don't have to, they're the bosses. Like they don't give a fuck. You know, they don't say they're sorry nothing. No, it's really interesting, and it's, it's crazy, because you're right. I went through everything you're saying. She just, I mean, dude, there at the end, there was not much that I could do to even feel good in my own skin. I wanted to, she made me want to kill myself when I was there. Like, it was just, like, so depressing that like, my day was going to be bad. Like, I would never need to music again. Or it's, be me ever again. And this bitch is, like, constantly... You know, everything she can do to just make my yourself not be born. It, it, it's like, I, I'm just like, wow, like, I'm done for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like, how could someone who's loving you, you'd want to destroy almost? It's like, do you want to destroy me? That's like, a, that's a thing. You know what? It's so weird. In the end, she did. She actually. And in the end, she got away with it. She has been confirmed that yeah. she has actually tried to try to kill me four different times. So fucking uh, weird. Her, you know, that's kind of proof that, like, there's demons working against angels and shit. Correct. So that guy tonight was a demon, you know. Yeah, the guy that kind of went off on me for no reason. No, he's just, he's awful. You know? Yeah. That's cool, but I don't. I, I'm not trying to like. I've never made. I've only kind of like. I mean, I don't say I'm a member, but 
there's only significant significant enough to where like it's the effect of like just let's say if in a year I panhandle like maybe ten times. And out of those 10 how much times, in a panhandle do you make? Like in an hour, if you're on a certain corner, like how much do you get? No, like I'll just go show in front of Circle K because it's owned by Dalcon, which is a surveillance company, and they're 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 moving in. They're even changing the color of the ones in El Paso, and they do surveillance and like scientists. You know, I had a vision that the people at the Circle K were scientists, and they were new through algorithms and just like, marketing how that almost people go there, and uh, they they bank on it. You know what I mean? So. The, 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 the cup, the drink, the dollar soda, it's uh, called a uh, cold, what is it called? I know what you're cold. talking about. It's, it's, a name. It's, a, it's got like a name that everybody knows, but if you see them in a, in a place like where I'm going to take you today, there's thousands and thousands of them. There, there's so many all over the, the, the Texas right then. It's out of this world, bro. And then that should be Coke and that should be Gatorade. I mean, it's, it is unbelievable, the trash. The amount of like products that, that that we consume that that businesses market homeless time to. The homeless people enter into these places, use the bathroom in the morning, buy something, they count on it, you know, they're outside. And they create an influx of growth in its own subculture's own incident. I can't believe we haven't re completely revolutionized the material uh, world. We just keep making this styrofoam plastic shit. It's like, why are we still making this stuff? Like that was a mistake that should have been yeah, <laughs> discarded true. a long time ago, man. True. I don't know how that's still happening, but oh, wait, did we go over what gang stalkers are, who they are, oh, yeah, why yeah. they even exist, and how they get there? Well, I think that gang stalkers, since you are a person who knows exactly what I'm going through, and the reason why you're so understanding is because you're going through it too. But in all the times we've talked, you've never said that. So I guess in your mind, you either A, just figuring it out through me, or B, just kind of heightening yourself toward it. Like you're like, no, you feel like I'm sorry, like a resonation toward it, maybe because we've talked about it, and now you are connecting with it more as you, or you just didn't know, like me, but because you were happy and you've been fulfilled and you have like the things in society that you need, you didn't know. I don't know which is the answer. But in terms I, of what exactly? Yeah, I was, I was, remember when we first met, I asked you, like, dude, like, yeah, you, you know, part of them that you would tell me, right? Oh, you, you asked me, like, you would tell me if you're a gang stalker, and I'm like, I don't know what that is, because yeah. I don't know what gang stalkers are. Okay. I, I might intuitively kind of grasp the theme of the existence of something like a gang stalker, okay. like, but I don't know what that is. Right, I don't know you. what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Let me explain. So, I didn't know that. Okay, so you mean literally. Okay, so gang stalkers is essentially a revolution, okay? Uh, as it's been said, and, 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 and as it's always known, because we're one consciousness, um, we've always known or talked about a revolution. We've had, just like COVID was there's different, you know, things every couple of years, uh, end of the world, things like that. There's also been, uh, there's also been like, uh, what do you call it? Like, like uh, a feeling from the people or just human beings that there's going to be another revolution. So like Cherry Bada, they did a you know, there was like John Bard. I mean, there's just other, there's people that are responsible for things like, uh, what like, that girl that said, what's her name that said at the front of the bus, I'm just telling her. She was like, I'm sitting in front of the bus today, I'm going back. The black shirt, remember? Like, yeah. her, what was her name? Rosa Parks. Yeah, Rosa Parks. So that was a revolution. Because, I mean, even well, the guy from Caesar. I mean, Caesar's, people were doing that before Rosa Parks, but she yeah. was just popular. You know? But what I'm saying, Caesar's, Caesar, they just chose her, she was a chosen one in that, to like, movement, though, to, to be. Yeah, she was a part of a, a movement that got broadcast. Right, and he, he, the, the owner of Little Caesar's paid her rent for 10 years. And, you know, when she was older, for t over 10 years, you know, Brent, she said, you know, whatever, he paid for, for her life. 
Because, you know, he just, well, I don't know, it's crazy, right? Um, there are some people who wanted to kill themselves when fucking Donald Trump got president. You know, I, I saw grown men and women crying and shit. It's just crazy, and I didn't understand why. You know, and I think to myself, well, would, would Trump approve of this? Would Trump approve of me, a vigilante walking the street? I mean, why not? He's a vigilante, right? Yeah, he'd go bomb a motherfucker because he's, you know, he knows what the devil is because it's affecting money. Ironically, the devil is money. You know, but people are ironically bad enough to be bombed and to be whatever. So then, you know, he does stuff on Twitter where he ignites these, uh, you know, hate things and what do they call them? Uh, well, he's a crypto fascist, essentially. Yeah, so these guys are that and more, okay? And it's hard to tell who is behind the scenes supporting them, as you said, like, the, the, you know, the, 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 the man in the Right, moon. you can't tell. Like, they're not going to come out and be like, hey, I'm a neo-Nazi or hey, I'm right. affiliated with whoever. They're not going to say so it. So imagine, <laughs> imagine what they don't say it. to me when they're responsible for my life being the worst way. Because I'll tell you what's responsible is that I was born this way, and I am this way, and I'm not lying. You know, I'm a man who's really who I am. And unfortunately, no one has the ball, balls or the guts to go out with me and walk around and see what it's like, get it on film, and fucking uh, uh, get out of their motherfucking cars and stop their mirrors and darkening their windows and blanking out their entire fucking identity so that I can't see them, to give me fake names, pretending they're someone they're not, and then being okay with me knowing it, and then seeing me later out in public, and oh, and they know that I know, and they still... You know, that's, I know that how that feels and looks because my wife did that to me. So, is she, why is she gang stalkers? It, it, it appears as though she's been this. But how? For the first two shoes, perfect. I never did anything to, to deserve this. Well, it appears as though maybe she, she's not the founder of it, but the face of it is, is us. We are gang stalkers. And essentially, we're people that are consumers. We... We buy, we click bait, and we you know, click, click, click to find intimacy, connect the money, connect with the dark deeds of the earth, and the underworld doesn't really quickly access through that. I mean, it sounds weird, but it's the way it is. Women are being attacked, they know they're being attacked by the devil, and they like it. These bitches want to do black magic, they know what happened, the consequences, and they're good with that. And they like it. They don't need them, they don't give a fuck about the man because they got four other men and they got four other other men that they might know that are a part of algorithms too. If this happens to me, I got, I'm good and I got, I got options. And they're living in all these realities and already secured deals for themselves that haven't even yet existed in, in, in reality. So these bitches are, 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 are gangsters on a whole other level in much respect, but you know, at the same time, these are bad bitches that could be, that was a waste of good women. They could be even better bitches, you know, they could be, they could have some heart and some, you know, they, it's not the only thing they, the reason why they treat you in any way or me in any way, because we have a heart and they don't got hearts. That's the only thing they don't have. That's why they're, they're mad. They want a heart, you know? They're after it. And these people that are responsible for gang stalkers are after our love. And so when they go through women, they get the men. And, you know, because really that's, that's how I think it's all starting is that it's starting through fraud. And it's like their image of men's getting well, getting mixed up with people who buy women and essentially discard them. All. Right. That's why women are, are responsible for, I, I'm just going to throw this out there, like 70% of the fraud. Like that's happening yeah. right now are all young women and, and mom and middle-aged mothers and milfs with my wife. And they're on the phone and they'd be hiding. They're getting attention. They want attention. They get attention. They like attention. They want it. They want it. They want it. You're right there. And they're on fucking Snapchat. They're doing this, doing that. No, babe. Oh, you're such a fucking weirdo. No, stop looking at me on the phone. Like, you fucking, you know, like, they're, they make you feel like you're, you have a problem. You're just controlling, dude. And it's like, you're always bugging me about the phone. And you're such a fucking loser. And you feel so, and it's like, dude, no, I'm not. Like, 
you are always on the phone and you have changed. You never used to have the phone and you would hate it if I was on my phone. Like, you don't even let me do my rap chat. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have the codes to all your shit. In fact, I don't even have Snapchat. Let me see your Snapchat. You know, like you're being such a weirdo. Like, you want to log into my Facebook and then I can't get in there. You're claiming that you didn't do it. Well, I gave you the code. You've always had the code of my Facebook. All of a sudden, now you have a new Instagram. You know, I don't know if you pictures on it. My boy, I had to message you on my voice phone. There's no of my pictures on it. But on mine that I just found, your picture, our pictures are on there. So to me, it looks like we're together, but to everybody else, you're single. Why would a girl have you on your Facebook? That you, and why would she have anything special about me that I've done for her? How could she not be like totally stoked that her husband's a rapper that like I'm fucking Angel 77, the, girl, the, guy, the, the fucking angel she used to call me when we met. Dude, I, and it's crazy because uh, she started to read me these things called angel numbers and I didn't know what that was. Okay? That's how, that's how I, you know, I'm not out of touch. I'm just saying, I know there's angels around us. I've seen one, you know, as a boy, but I mean... That's what I said at the beginning of this whole discussion. Remember I said I, I came to San Antonio a week later I started work. Uh March March yeah, 11th, the three eleven. Yeah. Right? I came my first first day of work, uh, on three eleven. It said uh three eleven to empty, my first patient I had later. His birthday was three eleven. You know, like angel numbers definitely, definitely are are writing. Yeah. You know, and recently I've been seeing 47 a lot. Now, get this. When I went to Austin on the night that actually I, I met a woman that I was interested in, mm. turns out she just doesn't quite get it yet. Like, she's she's still in the dark, I guess. So, I, for me, it, it's very quick. It's like if someone's in the dark, I reveal it really fast. They act out. I start separating. The thing breaks up. Yeah. Fast, you know? Of course, yeah, because you got you to gotta save yourself from that darkness. I, I, don't, I don't do it anymore. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. I, I get what I deserve or nothing else. Exactly. So, you know, that's just it. But uh, ultimately, like, I met her, and um, it was at Anton's in, uh, yeah, Anton's. in, in uh, Fifth Street or whatever yeah. in Austin. Yeah, uh, And it, they were celebrating, like, 40, 47 years of uh, business or whatever. And I, I came in my Halloween costume, right? This is around Halloween. And uh, I was the uh, Squid Game, you know? You know what Squid Games is? No, what is that? So Squid Games is like uh, these people that are down on their luck and they don't have money and they're like, I'm basically, I'm just fed up. I'm fucking fed up with this and I'm going to enter this contest to try to win a lot of money and stuff. And oh, okay. Wow. Wait. And it's this, yeah, yeah it's a Korean uh, show. <laughs> oh, really? What matter is the show portrayed? Like, what is it? Uh, you'd have to watch it. Maybe. It's on TV? Yeah, it's on Netflix, I think. I could yeah. even show you. And so is that like a game show? I'm just trying to picture like Yeah, and they all have a number. So they're basically going towards the slaughter. It's this fucking like gnarly like game show thing, oh. but it's like you're you're doing these puzzles and like these activities that will kill you. Oh and yeah, then, I've seen that. Yeah, okay. have you? It's yeah, like, it's like American Gladiator kind of. <laughs> I guess so, like but things and it's sweeping out and has to jump here and grab it. And oh, well, no, it's not like that. It's just oh. like you know what you'd have to see it, but like anyway, like. So they have to go through all this stuff, do these activities in order to win this contest, right? And uh, so I, they all have a number, and I, my, my number that I stuck on myself was 47, right? Mm. And then it turns out that uh, Anton's was celebrating his 47th anniversary that night. Weird. Or whatever, <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, like deep synchronistic, like angel numbers and shit, like, definitely were happening to me, and I'm well aware of them now. Okay, so that's how it all started, okay? And that's what I was trying to say now that you have a little awareness of that. A lot of people don't know what that is when I say it. And, like, it just doesn't make sense to them. I'm like, so are you saying that you're, like, on Google? Like, 
I'm like, well, I very well could be. I mean, if I'm getting, if I'm already getting my jackets that I made, and that's not, that's on purpose, bro. There's no fucking way, bro, that that's a coincidence. I'm so sorry. It's just not. You know? I know. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And so, the point is that, like, what I'm trying to say is that, like, there has to be, like, like with the whole angel number seven, seven thing, like, shoot, my grandma would call me angel. Like, right, this, my, my whole name is my name. So she would be like, oh, my angel. And she would, like, do a cross and do a prayer on my forehead. And, you know, I wrote this song, but, like, I said, remember me, remember me, remember me in ashes. Broken hearts, I'm an angel falling from the sky. Like, I wrote this song, right? It's called, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but the band's called Ruby Wounds. And I really want to hear that record because I wrote it in one night. And it's all about right now. But I said, uh, I said, remember me in ashes. And then, uh, uh, don't remember the broken heart, I'm an angel falling from the sky. And then she used to call me her angel man. And that was the one thing I noticed when we met. Like, she would kiss me and she would grab my lips when she would kiss me and look at them and, like, it was, I've never been there, no one's ever done that, it was really interesting, and she was always very rough with me, and she just was like in love with me hard, but like you could feel it, and she was like, like trying, you know, like, I mean, it was like real good, bro, and she's really beautiful, like super sexy, like you know, making Fox or even harder, like my wife's super hot, and she's just perfect, and like, bro, like, I mean, ah, damn, man, I'm just talking about it kills me, man, but like, she just, so, I don't know what, what the, the point is, is that I'm, I just wish that I could portray it right. I'm a bit stoned, but you get my point, right? That like, what was the point? What was I trying to just remind real quick? Um, you were talking about some kind of like, oh, the angel numbers. So she would call me angel number. Angel, she would be like, oh, I'm an angel man. And you should have just very, very sincere because I felt like I was an angel since I was a kid, but I didn't know how to say that, and I never understood what that meant. I just felt that we were all angels, you know, but like, on earth, you know, I don't know. And then, uh, even when I was a kid, they would say every time a bell rings, an angel gets wings. I mean, I didn't have angel, you know, me and my girlfriend Natalia got those tattoos on ourselves when we were younger, you know, just from a skate shirt. He just traced the wings on the back of the skate shirt, but we didn't think it through, it was too yeah, <laughs> I don't get them fixed. But yeah, when he is like, are you a year of the snake? Uh, I don't know. Oh well, they did a. I don't know. You have a big ass snake on chasing butterflies. Yeah, chasing butterflies. Yeah, and so the point is though, is that with my, with my like with, with her, what was the point? The point is that the uh, yeah. So she stopped calling me that one day. She stopped saying. She stopped saying those things. She would throw my Bibles away. You know, I, I got out of jail, and she's like, oh, she was like, I wish you were that man back when you were you were in jail. And I was like. What do you mean? Like, I was like, I was more pure than because I was three, three months away from you. I, God came to me hardcore in jail because like, I asked him for it. And then the number 33, I kept seeing it every day in jail. 33. They changed my number, my jail thing number. So I got hacked. They took my money or something from the thing. It's like one of my, somebody sent me in the commissary at one time. And dude, fucking, uh, the lady made, made, gave me the number 33. The cell that I went into, I had said angel on top of the bed. It was written there. And it comes out from all the other things. And it always gets in there. You know, they didn't just put it there, but, you know, it, it, when I look back, it almost feels like jail was getting stalkers. I mean, I'm telling you, I think that people have had this ability to talk about something within each other, like sort of like a secret society, for, for a long time. Because how is it that every single person knows what I'm talking about, gang stalkers? They, they've heard of gang stalkers. They all know. And it's getting them all on the news now. Even the lady that was driving me in an Uber, 
she said that her daughter was involved in some weird shit and that they were on the news and then she's like, you know what, there's these these hate groups out there and be careful they describe their cars and what they look like and how they do with their tactics. There's something and I was like, gang stalkers and she was like, Yes, you know, oh my god, she was telling me on the news and like that there was something that happened and they tore her cut up and said such and such things. And then the, one time I did her on TV, the news guy was like, you know, the, the attack was more gang stalkers, blah, blah, blah. And it's just crazy because when I went to El Paso, I was trying to find out the name. Is this a, like a Texas thing? Is this like a local thing? This is a, this is a thing that Or is this all over the world? All it's over a manifestation of God. Huh. And the, the people have manifested God. And I don't know how their hierarchies work. I don't know how like the bottom feeders come in. People come in and how they come in, how they bet. Um, if you're in this radius on the map, and this group here, this group here has these plans planned out. They get picked, and these things is what plays out. So, like the guy on the street waiting for me with the bat, with the, and he stabbed himself in the, in the night. That was a action. You're like, okay, he's there. He's I'm here. He's waiting for me. He's walking up the street. He's right there. All right, yeah, you do. Get, you get him. He didn't take a left or right. And the guy's like, hey, Neil, come here. And then he's like, hey, I'm gonna kill you. And he has the bat. And he's going up that to me, and like, you know, he has like. You know, and he's talking to me and grabbed me and he put the knife to his while he's holding my hand and I grabbed my chain. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, get your hand off, you fucking next Stairs. Oh shit. I was like, get your hand off. Oh, no, you're almost like my friend Bradley who fell down the stairs uh, oh, one yeah. time. Like, uh, I thought he was going to die. I was scared half to death. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Bradley fell down the stairs. Like, uh, you almost like, yeah, that could have been bad. Okay, just get over here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Bradley's probably going to even listen to this later. That's funny. Oh, man. I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. It's all in your fans. I don't know how many you got a lot, I'm sure. But I, I, I'm sorry about sound. I sound, when I talk, I'm not normally this. I'm really, I, I, st- I got stoned, but I'm really tired. And I go on missions, and I, I'm a war angel. And I've never really talked about this. Uh, I'm not even nervous. I forgot this was even on sometimes, but I, I sometimes when I get something out of what I was going to say, and as it is, this is so much that I don't know how to put it into words yet because I, you're hearing me explain to somebody that I don't get to explain it a lot to people. And when I don't speak it out loud, I'm just sometimes in awe and like I just sometimes don't know how to talk. It, like, it leaves me speechless. And so I apologize if I like kind of sound just um, sometimes like I'm, I'm kind of dumb from this. I mean, it's making me stupid. Well, I, you know, I mean, like, a, like <laughs> I, I, I haven't even rounded out what the game stalkers is, how it comes on. Well, look, it's like an Illuminati. Like, you know, like, because me, I'll art- I'm very used what? to articulating Google. and I'm very used to speaking here and I listen to a lot of you know, talks and a lot of, you know, Terrence McKenna and the Alan Watts and shit. And they're, they're the epitome of people that say in a, like a paragraph, what books have been written, you know? So See, I, don't know I wouldn't that. worry about it too much, you know, like you just, should ask somebody like, like that. You think like, uh, Google it. Cause when I Google it, it just basically showed me the app they use, how they hide it. It shows, it shows briefly what it is that their incentives are and how they're recruited, but it doesn't specifically say how they get their handlers and how long they've been in there, how seasoned they are. I mean, these are organizations. So like it would be secret societies like KKK. It would be like gangs, like the gangs of society. Interesting. Not secret, but they're societies. And so all societies are encouraged. Like the Jews set in your calendar. They did something real fucked up to me that weekend. The Jews did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, from, from every single uh, traditional. Aztecs, not a chance. Oh, like me. I mean, every traditional ethnicity, region, everything, everyone tries to conform around certain identities and that's like fascism and like that's like wickedness and stuff like that. There's been three cowboys in this. There's been Cowboy, the actor that he was acting, the Cowboy that was protecting the portal of El Paso, 
And then the cowboy here. The yeah. good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they're all three white guys, and they're all three kind of like, two of them are like Aryan vibe, and the other one had like, almost like uh, just a Texas, Texan vibe. Just yeah. a random kind of like half Mexican, half whatever half. cowboy guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm disabled. I spoke bad, so I, I, don't, I don't want you to turn me in. You're not going to turn me in, right? And then like, I'm in his car and he's talking like that. And I'm like, chill out. I'm like, bro, chill out, dude. You're fine. But if I give you that meth, are you sure if you smoke it, then you're not going to tell him because I'll lose my house. It's like a, a third dude, grader almost. Like, please don't tell me. He's <laughs> real heavy like that. Dang. Come to find out that he had lived in my trap, that trap house. The second trap house that was made by the military for me to be safe in, that he used to live there. He was roommates. And one night he was like, I'm over. He was a part of a of a of a stalkers episode that was pretty good. This one involved this kid who also tried to save his one brother, but in another direct another way. And he was really really good at what he did, but he was like really impressed. He liked like that I painted my nails and that. And I said, like, well, I just recently painted him because one of the girls at the house was a prostitute, and so I went through this whole thing where all the women I was meeting was prostitutes, and I don't think that that's by chance. My wife is a prostitute, yay. Uh, all this stuff about my mom came out. Uh, her mom and her sister do it. I mean, they, they, she sucks her uncle's dick. They, they, they were, her mom goes and cleans her uncle's house. And he's gay, he's like vibrators. And like, they do something with, uh, with my wife and her mom. And like, it's just bad, bro. And like, you know, I knew the whole time they were doing that. She admitted it. I knew, I felt it. I've never been in that man's house and shit was in. And so the thing about it is, is that like, that that whole all of that shit it just it's so much that it took me to this place where I had to be creating awareness to get away, but getting away meant more than just okay, this is a abusive relationship, like she needs help, whatever. No, like she has she needs help, but like I don't I think she would die and I don't know how to help her. Okay, it's serious where I've been my life's been threatened, I've been ran off the road, the car's been pushed out of the way for hitting me. I purpose tried to hit me. Something pushed the car out of the way and it was extreme, extreme high, way over the top. Production. I mean, like, nothing made that car push. Like, got, like, something pushed the motherfucker out the way, dude. And it was, I'm experiencing time. I'm missing time. They did one, uh, episode where, uh, there was drones chasing me. I made it down to this place called the Spaghetti Bowl, past the cemetery. And in the cemetery, there's broken chicken heads. There's our torn off chicken heads. There's chicken feet everywhere. There's dead birds everywhere in El Paso. If you look up at the sky, no, there's no birds. And my like, birds are in the air. Where are you? I'm like, how is it that the birds are not here? And I would be out loud and be like, do you all understand? I'd be like talking, do you all understand what y'all doing? The birds have literally left the El Paso. The birds of the air don't even want to fucking congregate here. They do not want to be here because of the fucking heavy witchcraft that's here. And what is that? Well, the Lalinia cult, there's witches in it and they get the, they get the, the birds that chop up their heads and they put them all over town. So everywhere I walk, there's a dead bird. Everywhere. When I step on the trench house, a dead bird. When I'm at the church, and I'm going behind the bush to like just chill, because there's a little high spot. Four dead, chopped up birds, mutilated wings. Mutilated, just like those fucking ducks. But these ducks had lizard wings. <laughs> and you know, it happened to be in a trash can right where I was. Now, how is it possible that they can do things so fast? But again, I have missed time, and I have been told recently that two of the girls that they sent me were, were both prostitutes as well. All the prostitutes that they, all the, all the girls that I've ever been around, it's been prostitutes, but I, and I, and I didn't know it. You know, whether I've been with them, whether they've come at me, they've been interested, they're all that way. I go, Heather, 
because I'm a little prostitute, a little young, full of glory. All the girls at the house, they wouldn't tell me they're prostitutes. They go, oh, I gotta go. I don't do drugs. I'm like, do whatever. Like, just count on me. Something's with me. Like, you, like, you do so many, like, you know, how cool I am and stuff. And then my girl's missing out. Why don't you hang out with me? She's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. You know, and I was like, dude, obviously you're going to fucking Walgreens because you're going on a call. You're going to get ahead of some dude. And you're obviously fucked up because I, you're slurring your words. You're not just fucked up on shit. You're drunk. Just tell me. You're just late with Travis, the dude who buys all the prostitutes, the dude that my girl called me from his phone. Like, she, I don't know how she started talking about Travis, but he buys prostitutes. Then I was rapping with this guy in El Paso, and he said that my girl had come in his camp, and he fucked her. Girl, a guy that I never even brought up my girlfriend to my life, too. And she just will not fucking... Finally, my dude, Rudy, this older dude, he's, a, he's in Aztecos, and his wife's a cop today, which I don't know how they do it. She lets him do shit and everything. He's got a daughter. He's real particular about his daughter, dude. He don't want people looking at her nothing, you know? As a father should be. Exactly. You know, right. like, hey. Unless, you know, but guess what? the kids, you know, good good people, right? Well, yeah, no, it's not. I mean, absolutely. I don't want anybody look at my daughter, but the point is he gets it. Well, you know what? My wife's my daughter, too, motherfuckers. You know what? My, look at my wife's eyes. I see the future, and I have, I'm supposed to have a daughter named Hazel with her. And we both her, and I've seen it with messages from the universe. And, you know, the thing about it is, is my wife's trying to act like she ain't like me. She is me, dude. She's in the chosen one, too. She's 21, too. Or she's a feather where it says 12. She took that around at 21. That's why I, God was always showing me that there was algorithms into things that were real, that people were saying that we were supposed to do something together with our love. Like, it was a big love that was felt so much that how everybody knows me kind of, and it's kind of weird when I break it down. Every guy that she's ever talked to or ever seen that I know has been near me or seen me has pursued her or pursued me. She's fucking. She was fucking this dude who was a sex addict that I was homeless with, and he was gay too. And that pissed me off. I found out about it. She will not admit it. She says she hates black people, which is with a black guy right now that is connected to this girl I know that's homeless here. And he's a witch. And one day when she was talking to me, there was scratches appearing on my face. Literally in real time, my wife wow. was poisoning me, and like that's that. Yeah, dude. But they, well, like I said, you I need to sever that so portal strong. out, man. You she need did. to just like walk away from it. If she wants to get her shit together, and she can come with to you with pure intent, if she doesn't I have pure intent, you just sever that thing, get that energy away from you. You know. She did the duck, the the the, the egg on me. And there was three ducks in there. And they were all white. I mean, three uh three uh snakes, and they were white. So it means that her darkness didn't pierce me and that I'm more powerful as those three. She can't get me but that. Well, I think you're just protected. Like what, the what? light wins always. Yeah, I'm right. just going to stop here just so we don't freak oh, everyone yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Well, just, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. I mean, real talk, like I want yeah. whatever I'm connected to to always be real. And like as deep and dark as it is, there is someone out there going through this and really it makes it, it makes it, um, so, but what doesn't make it so is that a lot of other people want to talk about this or, or want to admit it that it's happening because they don't even understand that, that they're in it. And that's what Gang Stalkers is. It's a secret society of people that are in are your society. They're your mom, your dad, and they have these apps that they're super quiet about. And there's some kind of oath that's given more people for some reason are more loyal to that than they are promised. Uh, you know, my wife was my enemy. She's poisoned me. She's conspired against me. She's taken all my money. Uh, all my, ran my credit into the ground, lied to me about everything. Uh, 
on purpose fuck dudes just to piss me off and just because she got out of it, uh, like some kind of kick out of it and she gets high off of it and finally sending people after me i was wondering how, how is she so popular she has all these people chasing me how and you know what it's because anybody is a thing on the app it's like a chat thing you know everybody can get what you're doing in real time and they just put it up it's all it's a feed it's like facebook and they show the app on Google what they use, and it's just gotten so big that they started a revolution. So the GameStop is essentially a revolution of, of, of God manifesting, as, or man manifesting God into our free will to get their narratives to, to, for population control so that we can stop having homeless people stand around. But yeah, we can have all these cars like buzzing through the street all night all loud and fucking concert and they just get in with murder. And everyone's all fucking weird. And you're thinking, like, is it, imagine the future in two years from now. If I go the next two years where nobody can give me a straight answer, nobody understands what this is, and nobody stops it, imagine these guys that have the cars that think they're cops and the cops aren't pulling them over. Imagine what else, what else is going to be everyone's going to be getting murdered. Everyone's going to be putting everybody at a low place to be, to, 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 to get over on someone else. And whatever incentive pushes them to that, whether they start in the good of God and the light, it's a show and it's a thing, a revolution about eventually going to the devil. Like it's the devil's mission to see and destroy and that's how he's getting at everybody. Destruction of life. He's destroying just the human, human, just love. Once they get our love, dude, they control us.